0: Hello, and thank you for joining me on another edition of Spiritual Protein. My name is Renzo Tolero and welcome to my podcast. Today, I'm going to share with you part two of a powerful teaching series that I recently began entitled, Don't Underestimate the Power of Your Words. Now, I'm not going to take the time to recap part one because it will take too long, but if you have not yet listened to part one of this teaching, I strongly encourage you, visit my podcast, listen to it, because it will, will help provide context. Now, before I get started, let's go ahead and open up in a quick word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I lift up everyone in the sound of my voice. Precious Holy Spirit, I ask that you open their hearts, open their minds to receive from your word today, Lord, that they would never be the same. I pray that they would be transformed by the renewing of their minds. I pray that they would be encouraged, inspired, and challenged. Now, I ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. Well, once again, our key text is found in the book of Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. I'm going to read this from the amplified version and it reads death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. Amen. Once again, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, life or death, which one will you experience in your relationships? in your health, in your finances, in your emotions, etc. Here's the answer. Brothers and sisters, the choice is completely up to you. You see, according to God's word, death and life are in the power, or in other words, the authority of your tongue. The words you speak will determine whether you will experience life or death here on earth. Now, that's a sobering reality. You see, the Bible has a plethora of scriptures referencing the power and importance of words, especially the book of Proverbs. You may ask, but Renzo, why are words so important and so powerful? I mean, aren't words just a form of communication? Good questions. Here's the reality. We live in a word created word dominated world think about it how did god create everything he created with his words right he spoke everything into existence now get ready and jot this down i encourage you to take some notes this is a very important truth you were created in god's image and likeness god is the creator And He made you in His image and in His likeness. Amen? God is triune, and He created you as a triune being. What I mean by triune, that simply means that you are created um, by having three distinct parts. God is triune, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, but He's perfectly one. You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a physical body. You have three distinct parts that make you, you. Amen. Once again, you are a spirit. You have a soul and you live in a physical body. And one of my favorite scriptures to reference this is found in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, and it reads, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ." Now that scripture makes it very clear that you are made up of three distinct parts. Your spirit, your inner man, the real you, that's the part of you that will live for eternity. You see, you cannot uh, cause a spirit to cease from existing. A spirit is eternal. Now your spirit is made alive by the Holy Spirit when you receive by faith Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That is what Jesus referenced to as being born again. And the reference scripture there is found in the book of John chapter 3 verse 3. It's by your born again spirit that you can have an intimate and personal relationship with God. There is no other way. Your soul is comprised of your mind, your will, and your emotions. Now your soul is also the part of you that will live for eternity. In essence, even though the spirit and soul are distinct parts, they're uh, somewhat interconnected. Now your physical body is what makes it possible for you to live here on earth. Let me give you this example. If you're an astronaut, The only way that you can survive in outer space is with a space suit. Well, as a human being, the only way that you can exist on this earth is with an earth suit. You see, the Bible refers to the body as an earthly tent. It's temporal. It's not eternal. It's the part of you that will eventually die and decay. Amen. Now, let me make something crystal clear. We are not and will never be God. No way. God is in a class all by Himself. Amen? There is no one like Him. No one. He is more than you and I can ever comprehend. Unlike Him, we have many limitations, weaknesses, and flaws. He, on the other hand, is absolutely perfect, awesome, and mighty. He is our source, and without Him, we wouldn't exist, period. We depend on Him for every breath that we take. He is the vine, and we are the branches. The reference scripture there is found in the book of John chapter 15. What a powerful chapter that is, John 15. I encourage you, read it, study it, meditate on it. It's life-changing. He is the Great I Am. He is the Ancient of Days. He is the Holy One of Israel. He is beyond explanation. Amen? However, since you are made in His image and likeness, you too have created ability through your words. The Bible teaches that death and life are in the power of your tongue. You see, words are like spiritual containers, and they carry either life or or death. I want you to visualize that. When you speak, the words that come out of your mouth, they are spiritual containers, and those containers will carry either life or death. Here's the reality, you determine which one they carry. Amen. That's right. You, Y O U. Once again, remember, you are created in God's image and likeness. Well, until next time, I want to remind you, you are loved, you are valued, you are extremely special. You are God's masterpiece. God bless.